You're listening to Positively Anti-Inflammatory, the show for people just like you who want to keep inflammation down and your spirits up. I'm your host, Alyssa Abrahamson, functional nutritional therapist and wellness coach. Today and every Wednesday, I'm here to be your coach and your guide as I offer insightful ways for you to lead a positively anti-inflammatory life. Hello and welcome to episode 121. How are you today? I'm great. It's a beautiful spring day here in Brooklyn and the perfect day to be discussing productivity shame. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about productivity shame. I'm going to explain what it is, the four causes of productivity. Four four causes, there are many causes, but four causes of productivity shame, three ways to let go and break the cycle of productivity shame. Okay, so I'm going to ask a question, and it's pretty much rhetorical, (laughs) but have you ever felt like you wasted an entire day? Or have you ever felt that you suck because you didn't get everything done or you didn't get enough done. Perhaps you struggle with having, you know, just the right, you know, work-life balance. You know, you're struggling being productive in every area of your life, at home, at work, with family, with your health, with your social life. But then you don't feel good enough because you simply are not able to do it all or balance it all. Maybe you feel that something is wrong with you on those days that you just can't seem to get anything done or anything accomplished. You feel badly about not creating, not achieving, or working hard. And when you feel you haven't done enough, it turns into even more stress, more overwhelm, and negative self-talk. Well, if any of those, (laughs) if you're raising your hand like, oh, that's me, then you have likely experienced productivity shame. So I heard this term productivity shame a few years ago, and I thought, oh, Lord, (laughs) I can totally relate. And truthfully, this is something I continually work on. Uh, And now it's time for us to discuss it here on Positively Anti-Inflammatory. Okay, so what exactly is productivity shame? So it's, it's the feeling that you're not doing enough. It's the experience of the feeling you know, that you must do or complete a variety of tasks to be good enough. Productivity shame is the feeling that you aren't, you aren't allowed to be unproductive, or you think it's a bad decision when you do things that you deem as, quote, unproductive. This is productivity shame, when you feel that you could be doing something more productive. So you might feel a sense of guilt when you give in, you cave (laughs) and you take a nap. Or if you're watching too much TV or you spend time on, you know, things that bring you joy and hobbies, or when you simply sit back and relax and then you think, oh my God, I'm being lazy. And you criticize yourself for being what you think is lazy. So, and what about, okay, how about this? You have you have you ever set a big goal for yourself? Let's say it's to make significant changes in your diet and nutrition or improve your health in some way, but 
you do not set up any support or structure for emotional support or accountability. And then when you don't achieve your goals, you blame your perceived failure as a lack of willpower. That's productivity shame. So productivity shame is also when you set unrealistic goals or schedules or expectations for yourself, and then you berate yourself when you fail to meet your goals or when you feel that you're falling short. Dang, (laughs) this is intense. So productivity shame perpetuates stress, anxiety, overwhelm, and all of these fuel inflammation in the body and in our life and in our emotions, and it they fuel life dissatisfaction. So bottom line, productivity shame gets in the way of your happiness, of your health, and your well-being. So with productivity shame, there can be you know, this laser focus on getting as much done as possible. And this can really come with dangerous consequences. For example, you might connect your value or worth as a person with your ability to cross things off a effing list. (laughs) Are you... Just one big to-do list, and then you judge your worth by whether you're crossing things off or not. So, you know, if you feel like you're constantly not doing enough, I'd like to ask you then, what is enough? In your mind, what is enough? If you haven't yet defined what, quote, enough is, but then you get mad at yourself for not having done enough, that's productivity shame. And I'm glad that you're here. And I hope that you find this podcast enlightening and helpful. Okay, so you know Brene Brown, right? I've mentioned her on the podcast before. She's amazing. Go out and buy all of her books. Read them. Listen to them. Do whatever you do. Just engage with Brene Brown. I wish I could be your friend. I wish I could be her friend. And I think everyone wants to be Brene Brown's friend. Anyway, Brene Brown is a research professor. professor. She's a lecturer, author, podcast host, and she's known for her research on shame and vulnerability. And she has this quote. I'm going to read it slowly. She says, shame is the most powerful master emotion. It's the fear that we're not good enough. Because true belonging only happens when we present our authentic and perfect selves to the world. Our sense of belonging can never be greater than our level of self-acceptance. So it's like, what's the difference when you are feeling shame and this fear that you're not good enough compared to self-acceptance? So now we understand what productivity shame is. So let's just ask, like, (laughs) we need to ask ourselves, why? Why? Why do we do this to ourselves? Why are we so obsessed with productivity that we hold ourselves to unrealistic standards that ultimately make us feel shame and guilt about ourselves? 
So there are numerous causes of productivity shame and, you know, some more obvious than others. And we're, we're going to go over, we're going to go over it because we're going to, we're going to work on overcoming it. And it's really, it's really essential for you to get to the root cause and understand the root cause of, of your productivity shame. So again, there are lots, but I am going to offer four causes of productivity shame. Are you ready? Feel free to grab a pen and paper. Number one, perfectionism, the need to be perfect. So one of the components or facets of perfectionism is having or setting unrealistic goals for yourself. So goals are excellent. Goals are great. We need goals. I love goals but only if they're set properly. And when goals are too big or too unstructured or too whatever it is for you, it's easy to become discouraged when you don't see yourself making real progress or you don't acknowledge or validate your progress. So, you know, the problem is the more discouraged you become with thinking you're not making progress, then the more shame you feel. And again, so goals are great and super important to have, but one of the, you know, big downsides of goals is that you might generally, you know, fixate on achieving and just focusing on the end result, which can be very good. Don't get me wrong, but you can also, you know, you might be a person who disregards the progress that you're making. So in other words, you don't feel like a success until you've reached that goal. And thinking about that perfectionism or unrealistic expectations, you could think, oh, I need to have done it yesterday, or oh, you know, I need to do this, that, and the other thing. And let me just say, if this is you, please go back and listen to episode 106, the B minus method, the B minus method for recovering perfectionists. So that's one cause of productivity shame is perfectionism. A second one is you link your self-worth to your achievements. When you link your self-worth to your achievements, you feel better about yourself only when you're getting shit done. It is awesome to get things done and to check things off our to-do list. It's amazing, for sure. But if you are linking your self-worth to your achievements, please take pause. This isn't realistic. We need to remind ourselves that life rarely goes exactly as planned. There are distractions and interruptions and unforeseen circumstances. There are global pandemics. <laughs> and you you know you know like getting there are things that get in the way of doing what you've set out to do so if you link your productivity to your self-worth you're pretty much guaranteed to consistently feel shame because you'll nev- never feel as though you've done enough is this you can you relate A third cause of productivity shame is capitalism. Okay, we're talking about this idea, this notion that time is money. How often have you said that? (laughs) 
So, so this idea that time is money and that, you know, you should not waste time because you could be using it to earn money and using it wisely. So time is this valuable resource. Therefore, it's better to do things, you know, quickly and better to use your alone your time wisely. So I've subscribed to this. Not necessarily that, you know, the the money aspect, but just, you know, this 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 idea of time is money, using it wisely, do things quickly, get it done. And the problem with this is that you're perpetuating a low level buzz of time anxiety. So go back and listen to episode 102 alleviating time anxiety. So for uh, for you know some of us the idea that we're not using our time wisely, that we are not spending our time well or being productive can weigh heavy on us and bring up feelings of guilt and shame and this can cause even more anxiety. So capitalism, American culture, all of <laughs> we we um you know we we've, we've been heavily influenced by um productivity shame. It's real. It's real. It's real. So a fourth cause of productivity shame is you're comparing yourself to others. You are stuck in a false belief that everyone is doing more than you are, doing better than you are, and you're comparing and despairing. And this compare and despair is real and it ain't good. Okay? We are bombarded with examples of people who are... (sighs) seemingly always getting more done, you know, when they're further along than we are in whatever area of our life that we are deeming that they're getting things done and further along, you know, than we are. And they're more successful in their life. And we think that we're not doing enough. And we compare and we feel productivity shame. So there's this famous quote from President Theodore Roosevelt, you may have heard it before. Comparison is the thief of joy. It is so true for so many things, but definitely when it, when it comes to productivity. When you compare your life to the lives of others, you can feel a deep sense of shame <laughs> over their apparent pro- productivity and your lack of it. Comparison is a theme of joy. This powerful sentiment can be life-changing. If we compare ourselves to others, we may be left with feelings of inferiority. This does not help us, nor does it support our mental and emotional and spiritual well-being. So stop this. Stop this. Okay? So now we know some causes of productivity shame. So let's um <laughs> let's let's get over it. Let's let it go. So here are three ways to break out break out of this cycle of productivity shame. Number 1. Notice and acknowledge the shame. Take a deep breath. <sighs> And notice. You know, sometimes it's it's hard to distinguish between shame and guilt. So guilt can be adapt adaptable and helpful. Like I did something bad or I did something careless and I'm going to change it. Shame, on the other hand, is this 
really painful feeling or experience of believing that you are flawed in some way, that there is something wrong with you. And that makes me want to cry. So learning to recognize when you are feeling shame versus guilt is important. And if you are struggling with these uncomfortable feelings, please slow down, take take a pause and breathe. (sighs) Feel where this feeling is in your body, located in your body and name it. It's so important to notice and acknowledge because shame cannot survive when it is seen, when it is acknowledged, and when is it when it is exposed. You could ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? And then if you want to take it a step further and really go deep, you can write a list of all of your beliefs that are causing you to feel shame and then challenge them. Be thoughtful and kind to yourself in the process, please. A second way to break out of the cycle of productivity shame is to change the way you think about productivity. Change your mindset. Disconnect your self-worth from, quote, productivity. So productivity shame is largely largely a mindset issue. At the core of productivity shame, <laughs> at the core of productivity shame is simply a thought error about productivity. So one way to shift your mindset is to focus on progress, not perfection. The reality is when it comes to productivity, consistent progress, even slow, small baby steps, they're actually more important truly more important and sustainable and long-term life-affirming than when you are achieving your goals. Focus on progress over perfection. Go back and listen to episode 12, way back when, episode 12, progress over perfection. I know I'm giving you a lot of podcasts to re-listen to or to listen to for the first time, But this is such a theme. This is just a theme in our lives. And we need to address it because any sort of guilt or shame or stress or anxiety or tension all about how we're treating ourselves, this is so deeply connected to the inflammatory (laughs) areas in our body and in our heart and in our lives. And, you know, give yourself permission to... Release and disconnect your self-worth, your sense of self-worth from your productivity. Yes, of course, there's always more you can do. There's, there will always be more things that, you know, will get in the way of doing them. So if you want to be free from productivity shame, we really need to understand that, you know, really understand what is your personal definition of enough. This isn't easy, but the first step to disconnect your personal identity from your to do, but the really the first step is to release, acknowledge, release, disconnect your personal identity from your to-do list. You got your to-do list. That does not define who you are. That is not connected with your 
self-worth. And a third way to break out of the cycle of productivity shame is be gentle and kind and kind with your be gentle and kind with yourself and practice self-compassion. You know, if you're feeling overwhelmed, you could ask yourself, what do I really want to do right right now? What do I really want to do today? And, you know, so often we have this long list to do and we're like, oh my God, I don't deserve to go out for take a walk. I don't deserve to watch my favorite TV show or I need to accomplish before I can do something fun. I see this all the time with my clients. So that is just not the best way to look at things. You know, what is one thing that will make your body and energy feel lighter and more filled with joy? Do that thing and scrap your typical to-do list and get honest with yourself. It doesn't always have to be this reward system. I know that we think we're kind of trained that way, but it doesn't have to be this Oh, I have to do, I have to clean my closet before I can do something fun so that you don't do anything fun because you're getting mad at yourself, but you don't clean your your closet for like weeks on end and you just like stew in it. So please be gentle and kind with yourself. Progress over perfection, perfection, B minus method for recovering perfectionists. Be kind to yourself along the way and aim to be be more forgiving of who you are and what you may or may not have done. So stop that productivity shame cycle. We know that our society treats productivity and busyness as this badge of honor, and it's effing BS. So the more productive we are, the better we feel about ourselves. That is a real feeling. I certainly, you know, that that's not something that I'm 100% free of, Okay. But the truth is we'll never be 100% productive. Life and our energy ebbs and flows. We have peaks and valleys. We have distraction. We are human. So just, you know, truly, please allow yourself to disconnect, separate your worth from your achievements, and reevaluate your connection with your productivity. Acknowledge your wins, big and small, appreciating your progress, and appreciating the process even more than results. I think there's so much that we can learn about ourselves when we set goals. And whether or not, you know, we we see that end result of where we ultimately want to be, you know, it's like that saying, it's about all about the journey or whatever the heck that saying is. But truly, it's like, that is our life. It's, it's, it's being in process, being in progress, and having those experiences and seeing how we are connecting with ourselves and with others and ha- seeing how we are treating ourselves and supporting ourselves and nurturing ourselves on the way to where we want to, to be. That is our light. That is life. (laughs) That is life. So when you do focus on the process, you truly may surprise yourself and feel better about yourself and your life. And hey, you may even ultimately be more productive without that unnecessary shame. So we're saying 
bye-bye <laughs> or saying farewell to productivity shame. And I hope that today's episode was helpful and eye-opening and just supportive when you think about how you can live a positively anti-inflammatory life. And I appreciate you. Thank you for being here with me and tuning in and listening. And I have a question for you. Have you written, have you reviewed and, and written me a, a, a podcast review? If you haven't, today is your special today. Is your special day. If you enjoy the podcast and you haven't rated and reviewed it yet, Please take this as a sign. Today is the day to write a review for Positively Anti-Inflammatory. It literally takes a minute. If you are on Spotify, it's just literally right there. You see those stars. What's really cool about Apple Podcasts is you can actually write something. You go to the, to the Positively, positively Anti-Inflammatory um, just page of the podcast and you will see those five stars and you click on your stars and you can just write a little review and boom, it literally takes a minute. It's so easy. And I would so love to hear what you think. I appreciate you. I want to hear your thoughts and I want to just thank you so much for doing that. And until next week, say something nice to yourself slow down when you eat and say yes to rest. Hey, if what you're hearing resonates with you, I created a free resource just for you. Anti-inflammatory living, the essential guide to get your free copy, head over to guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com. That's guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com to receive your free anti-inflammatory living, the essential guide.